and welcome back to That's How We Roll. Becca here from 2022 with a um, sad news, to be honest, a very sombre disclaimer for this season. Um, so we obviously finished That's How We Roll a couple of years ago. And once we had wrapped up all of that and uh, put the podcast to rest for the meantime, uh, we learnt that one of the cast members, Brian, who is in this season, was convicted for child sex crimes. As you can imagine, um, all of us at That's How We Roll were horrified and we fully condemn his actions 100%. Um, I just wanted to put in this disclaimer to let you know and to also say that when the podcast comes back next year, hopefully, um, that he will have nothing to do with it. He is gone. He's not coming back. That I can promise you. Um, but as you can imagine, it did leave us with a bit of a conundrum because not only does Brian feature in this season, he is also in the final season, season eight. So what what can you do in that situation? We were trying to work out some thoughts and ideas and we talked about maybe somehow cutting him out of the story, but it just doesn't make sense. Um, there was talk of even redubbing, but that's a lot of work and we're a very very amateur production at the end of the day um so the best thing that we think that we can do to protect you the listener is give you a choice and that choice is listen to the podcast and no judgment absolutely none or we've written up a episode by episode recap on our website which is linked in the description um as you can imagine, we're all very frustrated by this, and I can only apologise. And this is the best that we feel that we can do, because just cutting out these seasons, it, it just won't make any sense if you follow the story and you enjoy the story. But um, I, I want to give you a little bit of a, you know, assurance that I actually think this is a great season, despite, you know, him. Um... It's a fantastic introduction to some new elements that Ed is folding into the Justice verse, and I don't want one person to spoil Ed's hard work, Lauren's hard work, and you know my hard work because you know I perform as Lupo in this, but I also edit and do all the social media and the like for this podcast. So that's why we've decided to go this way. So please don't feel like you have to listen to it. Um, we want you, the listener, to feel comfortable and we want you to, you know, have control over how this works. So, yeah, we've provided the recap episode by episode with a TLDR summary at the bottom if you don't want to read through the whole thing, which is totally fair. Um, or you can listen to the episodes because we will continue to release them. Um, on every episode of this, the recap will be listed. So even if you start listening and you decide, actually, no, I don't think I can. I don't want to. That's fine recap is there for you um we have also added charities for the uk and the us uh for survivors of uh, sexual violence and sexual crimes so please if you feel that you need support having heard this well awful news please feel free to reach out to you know the professionals who should be able to help you um as for us as a team we're okay um this actually happened a little while ago um but yeah, it it still sucks that this is something that it it haunts us, doesn't it? it? It's something that just lingers and it's not fair. But we have to make do and we have to carry on. So I'm going to sign off this little message with just a call out to look after each other. Make sure you're doing okay. There's, there's not enough love in the world at the moment. So we need to make sure that everyone's safe and well and feeling comfortable and that we look after each other from awful things that are happening you know I know how difficult it is for many at the moment so yeah on that let's crack on shall we this episode of that's how we roll is brought to you by Greg R. Keen thank you very much for supporting our Patreon you are the real hero nailed it What's up guys and welcome back to That's How We Roll We're playing some Mutants and Masterminds My name is Ed, I'm your GM 
My name is Becca and I play Lupo. My name's Lauren, I play Hood. My name is Brian and I'll introduce myself later. Oh, the mystery. So we are Sans Toby today, unfortunately. Unfortunately, he is not going to be able to join us for this arc, but we do have Brian Mm -hmm. with a lovely character. Who will be revealed later. Oh, yes. Mysterious. So should we have a little catch up on what happened on the last arc? Or rather, the last two arcs, because we're now converging, we're conjoining, and we're back on the main timeline. Yes. So, arc three had Lupo and the captain embarking on many months' worth of pirate shenanigans. They were sailing the seven seas, fighting bloody krakens and that. It's chaos. It was some boats. It was a good time. Proved myself to be a better pirate than the pirate. Yes, that's correct. Uh, And we actually lost the captain. He stayed... Stayed behind. Uh, but Lupo gets back to find out that Dollface has actually been killing people. She she been killing everybody. Everybody dead. <laughs> everybody dead. Um, much to Emmett's displeasure. Yep. Um, whilst, before Lupo came back, during her pirating on the high seas. Yep. Uh, Hood was on her own. <laughs> Lonely. No friends. Sad. Everybody's gone. <laughs> Bad times. But you did foil a child smuggling ring, so that's always something. Drugglers. Child drugglers. Child, drugglers. child smuggling. <laughs> Ch- chuggling? Chuggling. <laughs> chuggling ring. Got it. A chuggling ring. There were like clowns. So. I feel like chuggling should be a no word. <laughs> <laughs> if you were using kids instead, it could be a cuddling ring. Yes. Mm. No. Kids smuggling is cuddling. Stabby cuddles. Oh, yeah, there were stabby cuddles. I remember that. There were some very intense stabby cuddles. Good times. Rap murders. A little bit of murder. Yep. Dropped a Ferris wheel. But you got to meet some very famous superheroes out of it. Yeah. So you got to meet your idol. Got some mad autographs. Mm -hmm. So we are back in the present. Lupo, you are in Emmett's apartment. Mm -hmm. Because the dollhouse is compromised. It's compromised. You could say that. <laughs> the shop front is gone. <laughs> Do you remember what he said to you? Dollface has been killing people. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the sort of state that his apartment was in? A disarray. He's been going Looney Tunes. He's been going proper Looney Tunes. <laughs> so he's... He has like the serial killer wall. Yeah, he's got a full-on serial killer wall. There's a map of the city with various pins and, like, coloured thread linking different places with, like, pin photos of people and and uh, little evidence bags and all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, his coffee table in the middle of the room is covered in weeks' worth of take- empty takeout containers um, and sort of stacks of police documents, boxes of, of police documents... Uh, stacked up all around the room, really. Um, and you can tell from the sort of straggly bit of fabric that he's just been sleeping straight on the sofa. Just, like, he wakes up, he does this, and then he, till he passes out. Give me an investigation check, real quick. Uh, that is a 26. 26. Okay. Um, a couple of things you notice that have changed mm-hmm. um, since you were last here. Obviously, the obvious stuff is slightly different to how it was. Um, you notice there's no, like, alcohol bottles at all. Mm. There's no sign of any kind of, like, substance abuse while he's doing it. He's completely sober, but he's just... Completely focused. Yeah. Well, that makes a nice change. Um, secondly, you see a small sort of s- structure, I guess... Um, kind of like a kennel in the the corner of the room, um, but slightly taller, a, a taller door, and it's um, designed to look like an old sort of Wendy house sort of thing. He has gone through into the other room. You can hear him pottering around, like boiling a kettle. How long have I been here? Is this literally going straight off of the back of what happened before? Um, do you want it to be, or do you want it to be? I don't mind. Uh, let's take a week. Let's yep. say okay. even back for a week. You are, in that case, up to speed with the investigation. Okay. 
Um, they don't know where Dollface is. No, no one knows where Dollface is. All there is is a trail of bodies, and all of those bodies have the exact same magic signature, eldritch sort of symbols and stuff burnt into a charred corpse. All of the victims have been in some way part of the arcane community, um, either shopkeepers or knowledge librarians or whatever, you know, the, the, the sort of mishmash of different people. And none of them sort of, towards the start, there was no sort of sign of uh, struggle. Uh, but more recently, as more people have started to become aware that there's an arcane serial killer about, it's been a lot more sort of people are shooting first and asking questions later sort of thing. Um, so the last couple, had, there have been like full-on fights in wherever they were found. But same result. The only kind of DNA or anything like that that's been found is this arcane fingerprint that she leaves behind. And that and the police are almost certain that it's not a copycat killer because a copycat killer would obviously leave things like fingerprints or uh, fibers or whatever. Um, but she doesn't have those. So, yeah. No one's seen her since the day when she blew up the, the dollhouse. Okay. Um, can I roll... The dollhouse, in... the gingerbread house. Gingerbread house, yeah. I yeah. think I said the dollhouse as well. Um, can I roll an investigation check to see if I can, other than arcane... If there's any like thing that I can pick up on that Emmett hasn't, okay. Uh, that is an eighteen. Eighteen. Looking at the victims and the sort of magic that they're studying and producing and selling and stuff, all of them have a rough theme. Um, okay. They're not all in the same school of magic. They're not all in the same sort of focus. They don't all follow the same path. Do you know what I mean? But. They all, in some way, work with the concept of extending your life. So there are healers. Um, there are people who sell trinkets to give you sort of good health and and fortitude and vitality and things like that. There are scholars who actually study the concept of magic for things like life after death. Um, but you seem to think there's some sort of theme mm-hmm. in that, potentially. I absolutely relay that to Emmett. Nice. Uh, well, he, I mean, he's massively sort of, he jumps on it. He's not, I haven't had a lead of any kind really for maybe a week. Uh, we were following the, the, the strain of thought of trying to track her uh, magical signature. Um, but it was always reactive. It was never proactive. Sometimes all it takes is just a fresh pair of eyes. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, Okay, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to maybe look into people studying the same sort of uh, the same sort of schools of magic? I don't know. I... No, I agree. I think that's absolutely what we need to be doing next. Whatever profiles that the police have, um, we need to pull them up and we need to find out and figure out who is the next target. Okay, I'll get the team on it. Have you and Hood met up in the last week? I don't think we've had the opportunity, but I have asked about her. Okay. Uh, I mean, that was like the first thing that, that you did. That was the first yeah. thing I said, yeah. <laughs> um, she, she can come in now. I was going to say. You would not believe the week I've had. <laughs> all you hear is... <laughs> and then out of the small little structure that I was saying about, Hood walks. Because that's your personal teleporting booth. Nice. He keeps that small space in permanent shadow so you can just come and go as you please. Oh, bless him. Oh, that's cute. What a good guy. Yeah, so she comes in. She, oh, you will not believe my last couple of weeks. If we just kind of waves. <laughs> so, I'm back. Oh, hi. <laughs> so you just, just instantly grown up. Like, you've gone from like excitable and you've seen some shit in the past months. She has seen some shit. She's seen some shit. Yeah. She's, she's seen people like, be mauled by rats in front of her. Child pate. And then Lupo comes back. It's like, Lupo! <laughs> she runs over and gives her a hug. Oh, I'll give her a hug back because pirating softened me slightly, yes. ironically. It's an easier life, yep. pirates. Where did you go? It is a long story, which I will tell you about later. 
just listen to re- our three. Replay our three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just kind of looks around. Does she know about the gingerbread house being all mashed up? Yes. Have I, has Emmett taken you there yet? Do you think? I imagine that he oh, would have well, told we... Hood about that shortly. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, but I mean... Uh, no, I don't week. think we would have gotten the chance to go and have a look. I think cool. Lupo would have wanted to get up to speed on everything first before yeah. she goes out to investigate. I mean, has she... Oh, sorry, I thought we were in the gingerbread house. Has oh, she no, been we're in Emmett's around place. Emmett in the ship? For the past week, yeah, she's been floating about. Okay. So I just thought she'd be surprised, but she's been there, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should... It's like, oh, is is Captain back as well? Uh, no, no. And it's fiddles with his collar slightly. <laughs> Why are you doing that? What? Why are you fiddling with your collar like that? Just because it's like, oh, awkward. Is Captain coming back? Oh, no. No, he decided to stay. Oh. Oh, well. <laughs> you try to imply something, Emmett. What? No. <laughs> she killed him! <laughs> Um, maybe we should head down to the gingerbread house. Yeah, it'll be good to have a little look around there, see what's going on. It's a relatively quick drive to the gingerbread house. I just want to point out that I'm not suited up for this, but my suit will be in Emmett's car. Okay, dick. That makes so sense. So I'm just in civvies. Yeah, it's a relatively short drive to the to the remains of the gingerbread house. You recognise the, the alleyway instantly, but it is very much like different there's still police tape and stuff i mean it's in a relatively quiet area of town but it's pretty sort of clear that um that it's become quieter since the in brackets terrorist attack Mm. the rubble and stuff from the shop front has been cleared out of the alleyway um the building's been supported and everything, so it's, it's not going to collapse. But the shop front is still basically just hanging open. It's blown out. Uh, yeah. Um, it's been... Like, all the stuff that was inside has obviously been taken away. Because yeah. there's no kind of security on it anymore. But you can... As you step inside the building, um, you can very clearly see three, like, burnt-out silhouettes on the floor. Hmm. Um... And just swirls of runes around it. And these, uh, you've seen photos of the other crime scenes. This is the, this has been there the longest uh, out of any of the crime scenes, but it is very prominent still. Mm, still um, looks fresh. Yeah, it was a, a big, like, energy surge which created this mm. well having fought alongside dollface before i know that this is absolutely her mo like we've seen the shadows 100%. we've seen the runes this is it's definitely her mm-hmm. so do we have any ideas on why she snapped none at all uh she kind of dropped out of communication with us uh she wouldn't answer my texts <laughs> I don't think she ever understood how phones work. I don't think well, her fingers can use phones. <laughs> no. Fingerprint recognition as well. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, obviously, she helped you guys bring down Madison just before you left, just before Captain went into a coma. Uh, but since then, I mean, she heard she helped you and and a couple of other people that you worked with here and there on small time jobs, but. She sort of fell off the map, I guess. I don't know what happened. She just stopped communicating with us. And then a few days after that, this happens. Hmm. I think I'd like to go and see the room. What room? The room. Creepy room. What creepy room? He's just looking remember. He's looking at both of you, like, just staring blankly. Room. And he's just like, back and forth, like, what, what are you talking about? We've been here for almost a year and you never actually looked in there. I don't really go upstairs that much. I have no reason to. <sighs> she goes it's upstairs. the room next to my room. <laughs> she goes upstairs and <laughs> lifts like the bar off of the door. <laughs> okay, nice. So I imagine that we've done that. You <laughs> just barred the <laughs> It was a bad room. Bad, bad juju. <laughs> <laughs> and I go inside. Uh, okay, so you find yourself in a... It's the master bedroom of the apartment, but it's still relatively small. Um, sort of maybe 10 by 15 feet. Mm. The bed inside is as it was 
they, the whole room is as it was. Um, the the big cupboard sort of stands completely open, stripped of all kind of clothes or anything like that. Um, the bed, clothes, the bed sort of covers are all strewn all over the place. But there is a very prominent burnt outline of a body lying on the bed, sort of scorched into the bed and the wall around it. Um, and from that are just trails of eldritch runes that sort of swirl up the walls and around the floor. Hmm. We probably should have asked her about this. <laughs> <laughs> How long has this been here? Since we arrived. And before then. It's a bad room. <laughs> But the reason I wanted to come in here is that this has the most, like everywhere else has like its runes and trails, but this is the biggest one. I think this is the first. I think you're right. She said this was her place, right? Yep. I can't believe I never thought about thinking and looking into this before. I'm going to find out who owned it before. Mm. If we can find out who her maker was, then that would make our lives a lot easier. Or Although I have a terrible feeling... And she looks at the bed scorch and is like, I have a feeling that that was her creator. Very possibly. Um, okay. I'm going to get the guys, I'm going to get the guys to try and find who owned this place. Mm. Go back, get some records of, of ownership and see if we can't find some sort of lead that way. Sounds good. Um, can I just leave you with two things? I'm going to stick around here and I'm sure Hood will do the same. And uh, she just hands you a piece of paper. She's like, could you get me these, please? Okay. He and looks at the bit of paper. And it, the spec is, it's all technical talk for basically two pole arms that um, are electrically charged. Okay. Uh, he... That can then connect yeah. into one. Yeah, yeah, He... There's definitely some in an inventory somewhere. He looks at it and sort of scans over it and goes, sort of, sort of knowingly shakes his head and just goes... <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, yeah. That sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. And the other thing, can you check in on Medusa, please, and make sure that she's okay? In fact, I would feel a lot more comfortable if perhaps we even invited her in. Yeah. Oh, God, Medusa, I haven't even... I hadn't even thought about her. Yes, okay, I will... I'll get in contact with her. What do you want to do? What do you, what do you guys want to do now? Well, I was going to say, Hood um, also has a bit of paper, and she's like, I need this. And it just says chocolate milkshake, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's very important. After I've uh, after I've sorted everything out with the guys, maybe we could head down to the diner cart. Nice, nice. To see if Lazy Susan's working. If you're, Do you love Lazy Susan. If you're heading out, I'll just grab my stuff out of your car, just in case. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, so yeah, what you you grab all your junk out of the back of the car. Uh, it's just in a duffel, I assume. Mm -hmm. So you can just yep. yep. And then he. Yep, yeah, yeah, he uh, he gives you a little salute out the window, just guns it yep, off cool. in the squad car. And you guys are left in Int Gingerbread House. Yep. So I'm going to head back to the room that would have been the armory. Mm -hmm. and I mean, it's been cleared out. There's basically no no equipment or anything left. The police have taken everything home. Also, they think. They're, so <laughs> they think. Um, I'm going to go over to like some floorboards that look fine, but I just quite easily just chuck them up you, you shift the floorboard paneling and there's a small switch you press the small switch and a part, a part of the wall opens up and there's a handprint scanner you scan the handprint scanner and, and then a thing comes scanner, out yep. the scan, and then a gun falls out the ceiling <laughs> at your feet no i catch it like without <laughs> tuck that in the back of my jeans yep. safe mm -hmm. um i mean you got to keep it secure so the kid doesn't get it right that's how it works <laughs> who doesn't need a gun <laughs> that is very true She's still got the bell. Uh, yeah. The bell. Yeah, you can have that in your inventory bag as a trophy of war. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, what do you guys want to be doing in the shop? Um, if it's still in the bedroom, can I do a cheeky investigation? Yes, give me an investigation check. 18 plus 7. Okay, so that's what, 25? So you yes. are sort of following the trail. Um, you've seen all of the crime scenes of the other murders and stuff. You've sort of relatively studied the the, the patterns of the um, symbols and stuff. Obviously not to any great extent. You're not a arcane knowledge buff. But just in terms of your crime investigation, you've 
been keeping up to date with what's going on. And you are pretty certain from the way that the symbols move and stuff that they emanate from the the, the body. So whatever it is that sort of shrivels up the body and makes it turns it into a corpse, the energy and stuff, then spreads out of the body and the runes sort of write themselves around the wall. Does that make sense? This is uh, the same sort of thing. So the rune patterns uh, emanate from the actual body itself. But it's slightly different because whereas before it's like a blast radius, it's very much circular sort of with the center point being the body. This is more like trails. So it looks like spiraling tracks which lead out as opposed to uh, and they like sort of intertwine and feed around the room and stuff but they're more like paths like drawn lines as opposed to a, like a blast radius okay you sort of follow the lines around the walls and the floor um and it's a little confusing because yeah like i said they intertwine and it's not like a line it's like symbols and runes and scorch marks and they've been here for a very long time so it's sort of fading and what have you but you think there's three distinct patterns maybe four you're not quite sure um but the main one uh the largest one the thickest one seems to feed into the cupboard uh the the open cupboard doors which are there and you look in there and um there's like a sort of coat rack stand, uh, or at least what you thought was a coat rack stand, but now you're properly looking at it and it looks more like um, like a prop stand, like the sort of thing which holds up the dressmaker's dolls downstairs. Hmm. A couple of the, sort of the other bits of trail and stuff sort of seem to feed out under the door, but they, they fade out. So you're not quite sure exactly where they go. Look for a secret... Switch or something behind the cupboard. Behind the cupboard? Yeah. Um, As you sort of like uh, run your fingers around the inside of the cupboard and stuff, you're pretty certain there's no sort of switch around it or inside it. (laughs) It's all um, proper solid, apart from the very back of it, which uh, knocks slightly more hollow, but there is a room behind it on the other side. It's a relatively thin wall. Um, so it's not like a secret compartment. It's just there is a room behind it. Okay. Which you know about geographically in your head. Is that Hood's bedroom? Uh, no, you know, yours is across the hall. <laughs> so it seems, yeah, the energy just channeled into this, this, this sort of space. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> Any evidence that I'm imagining has already been taken by police anyway, and I don't think, other than what you've just found, we'll find much else. So I call up to you from downstairs, uh, Hood, good to go, or do you want to stick around for a bit longer? Mm, we can go. So Hood starts coming down, and then just sees a dude just standing there. On the other side, yeah, on the other side of the... Uh, hello. I'm right here, Hi. And this just points. <laughs> the points past mm-hmm. Lupo. <laughs> I wave my hand up. Hello. Hello. Hi. This magic is not of this world. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> can I Lupo just share a look of like, what the... F- <laughs> C- can we help you? Uh, yes. What can you tell me about this? Uh, Shit's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think we should have a little round of who are we first. I have no name. Good. My name's Hood. <laughs> well met. My name's Ed and I'm the GM. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Florida. <laughs> I messed up the order. Yeah. So, you, why are you here? This this magic could, shouldn't be here. It's drawn you in? Yes. Where are you from? Off world. Ah, Georgia. <laughs> Lupo just gives her a look. <laughs> it's like n- nodding knowingly. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Off world as in... 
not of Earth, like, not, or of, not Earth. of this galaxy. I'm not sure where <laughs> I'm from from that far back. Okay, um, that's odd. I'm um, sensing a new friend. <laughs> she just whispers to herself. Just she like she just reaches forward and just tugs slightly on on the back of Luca, Lupo's jacket. Just like I think we have a friend. <laughs> I think we have a new friend. Uh-huh. Can we keep him? Um, <laughs> Just a stray superhero. What does your uh, character look like? Um, yeah, I was going to say. Um, so it looks like a, a male humanoid, but doesn't look like he has any hair. It doesn't look like he has any features on his face. It just looks like space, but in a humanoid shape. So like, He's as literally you, as a human-shaped void. Yeah, it's like a human-shaped void, but with like stars and stuff like that. So it's yeah. pretty does, weird. Does his uh, he, mouth area move at all when he talks or no do, is it just it's a voice that sort it's of emanates just a from voice him? yeah and it's not like it goes into your head it just it just emanates from him nice um and currently on his chest he has the uh astrological sign of leo on him oh cool um i'm gonna roll insight to see if i believe him believe me for what just to see if you're sincere basically yeah yeah, fair enough um that was 24 yeah you you can you're you're pretty certain from sort of his tone and his body posture and stuff it i mean he looks Mm. weird 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 um a couple of things that jump out to you though if he's from off world how does he know english Mm. and like why is he sort of specifically here Mm. so you seem to know English pretty well for an off-worlder. I've learned it while I've been here. No one's met me, and you were the first people that knew about what's going on here. Well, the first question there is, how long have you been here? Six months. You learned our entire language in six months. I've got a pretty good memory. <laughs> it took me two years to get French right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And That's impressive, Lupo. <laughs> What? Step on. <laughs> she doesn't know French. Um, <laughs> Le galaxy. <laughs> um, so, the eldritch magic drew you here. If that's what it's called, yes. That's what we've been referring to it as. Is it not eldritch? I don't know what it is. It's just the the energy signatures drew me in. The best way I can think to describe it is that you felt compelled to follow the trail like a dog is compelled to follow a smell. Yeah. Do you think you can trace this? Possibly. I've traced it back to here. Where does it go from here? As far as you can tell, nowhere. Oh. This is the OG. Oh, okay. This is ground zero. So what? This, is, this isn't this the last place that it's happened, though, is it? Or This is the first place it happened. You've oh, been okay. tracing it back. Um, so where did I start? Uh, just... As you came down, you just found one of the crime scenes and then oh. followed it in the direction. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure of locations on this world. A um, couple hundred miles out. Okay. Do you think if this happened again, you'd be able to seek it out? Possibly. I could try. I think maybe we should stick close because we're both looking for the same person. Hood kind of like grabs onto Lee and she's like, wait, wait. She looks at him. Are you a good guy? I haven't done anything bad yet, so. He, he cocks, she looks sure. at Lupo and just like nods approvingly. <laughs> cocks his head to Better the side than captured right already. Like, I don't understand the concept of guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. Team! Okay, what's the plan? Um, I'm kind of waiting on Emmett. <laughs> uh, everyone just looks at Becca. <laughs> What's the plan? I didn't. I just looked down at my sheet like, can I track this? Like, yeah. I'm talk- I was trying can. to think of a team name. <laughs> you do that. Um, can Emmett... I'm, I'm basically waiting on Emmett to figure out if Medusa's on point. I mean, you can try and radio contact him. I will give him it's a call. It's maybe been... Four or five minutes? Yep. 45. Sorry, I stumbled that a little bit. Four to five minutes. It's been, been, it's been four to five minutes. 45. Four to five minutes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um... I'll give him a ring. Okay. Um, yeah, it he picks up relatively quickly. Um, and 
he seems distracted on the phone, but he essentially is just like, uh, yeah, have you found anything? Uh, well, we found someone. Who? Uh, what's your name? I don't have one. He doesn't have one. That's um, ominous. Yeah. He is ominous in general. Do you... Am I on speakerphone? What is that no. device you're using? Can you trust him? I think so. You need support? Don't think so. Are the horses in the stable? The horses are firmly bridled. Nay, nay. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what our bullshit code was that we came up with, but no. but uh, <laughs> let's just go with your safe, yeah? Yeah. yeah okay, good. Fine. okay, good. Safe um, in the stables. But safe he the has been able to trace the signature back to this point, which makes me think that he might be useful later. I agree. Do you think he might be able to trace it back in the other direction? Follow it forwards instead of backwards do you think that you can follow the trail ahead i can try the biggest signature was here and that's why it led me this way okay but if i go the other way it might be harder to do since the signatures are weaker along the way okay well we can try and make it work yes is the answer fantastic um other than that any plans try and hunt her down before she can hurt anyone else that's all we can do i mean i, I had to go at half four to meet a friend but i mean uh, <laughs> apart from that i'm free i mean <laughs> yeah i think we'll just try and follow the trail best we can and see what we can find in the meantime i don't suppose you've managed to get in contact with medusa i haven't have you tried i've been calling her every few minutes but okay can no you luck. give me her address and we'll check in on her yeah of course might do that first I'll, uh, I'll text you the deets. Cheers. I'm going to stay here for a little while. Yep. Um, run a few tests. Tests? What? Investigate some things. Investigate some mm-hmm. tests. You're going to follow up a few policemen. leads. Follow up some leads. I'm going to test. <laughs> going to do some tests. I'm a doctor. And, uh, doctor of investigation. And I'll get back to you uh, if, if I find anything. Okay. But yeah, please... Go and see if Medusa is okay. I'll keep you informed. Oh, how's that acquisition going? Oh. Oh, it's done. Already? I'm it's, impressed. It's not been uh, completely made, but the order is in. Uh, if you head over here now, then I assume it'll be finished by the time you get here. What about my acquisition? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, they'll probably be one of those here as well. Nice. <laughs> Does your new friend want anything while I'm at it? Do you want anything? A reason for being. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they sell this. <laughs> One of these you call names. Steve. Um, we'll let... You Steve. know Steve. <laughs> Let's nip back to Emmett's just so you can meet him and he's our boss. And then we'll head over to Medusa. You can be Steve for now. Steve, we'll call you Steve. Steve, are you okay with Steve? Space Steve, Spaceman Steve, Spaceman Steve, Spaceman Steve. Steve. Okay, you good with that, Steve? Yes. Okay. Good. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. So you head to the police station, check in, and uh, and Emmett comes out to meet you as you arrive. Um, A couple of the guys, the the just the squad mates, sort of come over and and say hi to Lupo, sort of like high five or. Do they know me out of suit? Um, oh, that's a good point. Actually. Oh, have you not suited up then? Nope. Oh, okay, then no, they don't they appreciate it. Have no idea who I am. It's great. <laughs> um, Secret identity. You are in. They they just like oh, Hood has a new babysitter, <laughs> and also a spaceman. <laughs> Can I just say I'd like to float along the whole time? Yeah, that's so fine. I don't have to touch anything. Yes, I I have already <laughs> imagined. Okay, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I see you mortals. moving around a lot, like. Dr. Manhattan. Yes, where I just float everywhere. Just, yeah. Arms slightly to each side, just completely silently. Um, yeah, Emmett comes out um, and he's got like a briefcase and he hands it to you, Lupo. Thank you very much. And in the other hand, he has a chocolate milkshake. He hands it to <laughs> Hood. Thank um, you, Anvil Stores. Okay, so... Thank you, Lazy Soups. <laughs> so are you heading over to Medusa's now? Also, this guy, he looks cool. What's your name? He holds out a hand. I'm Emmett. I raise my hand. <laughs> just, <laughs> you just... It's like when someone goes into like brew fist you and you just kind of grab it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Steve. Steve. He's Steve the Space Man. <laughs> Space 
did he just sort of points at her did she give yes. me <laughs> yeah that, that adds up that makes sense um, you need to call him something he sees the symbol on your uh, on your chest and he's like uh, that's Leo right you're like that's my star sign <laughs> that is his star sign you're Leo right that's what I am now now I change it into Gemini and then two of me appear yeah. as in like one more like kind of slides out of me Hmm. I take a step back. <laughs> I like to say the whole station has just turned around to look at this randomly, slowly duplicating man. I see. I, oh, I get it. It's star signs. It's like <laughs> I like the um, um, yeah. I like the idea that your the actual constellations inside you shift to match the constellation of the. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Emmett kind of flips his shit. He's like, oh, so I love horoscopes. I love them. I read them every day. Never, cl- uh, never clocked you for an astrologer. Yeah, I mean... It's because he reads Cosmo magazine. And it's got, it's, <laughs> did you find them under Cosmos his bed? Cosmos magazine. Yeah, Cosmos <laughs> Sorry? Found them under your bed. <laughs> no. Uh, someone else put them there. Uh-huh. When's your lucky day? <laughs> um, how about the astrologer? How about Mystic Meg? No. <laughs> Mystic Meg. That's what she's called in those <laughs> shitty magazines. <laughs> The woman who's like, this is your your symbol, and this is what your fortune is. I actually, Mystic Meg. I actually already know a superhero called Mystic Meg, so... <laughs> Maybe it's the same woman. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, she is a hero. The astrologer will do. You said the astrologer. <laughs> do you want the astrologer or the astrologist? Uh, astrologer. Astrologist. Sounds like I'm a doctor of astrology. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's like Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> um, doctor Astrologist. I mean that there's a name. I am still gonna call you Steve though. I preferred Steve. But every <laughs> every superhero needs a super name. I'll go with the astrologer then. I like that. Still prefer Steve. <laughs> so team Medusa. Mm. Address please. Uh he just he scribbles it down on a piece of paper and, and hands it off to you. Thank you. It's quite it's the other side of town. Fine. I'll we'll just take the bike. Uh, mm, mm, won't be to fit everyone. I can fly. <laughs> Brill. <You> can, <laughs> I'm literally floating. Yeah, but like. that doesn't. Mess, you, I've met a few people. <laughs> just because you float, don't mean you fly. You, you just need to like point it out on a map, and I'll be able to find it. Because I buy an address, I don't think I'll be able to find it. I'll just like say, follow me on the bike. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Do you have like a motorbike, but it's got like the little pod car to the side? Side car. Yeah. <laughs> um, I imagine by this point, probably. <laughs> nice. She straps up, puts her helmet on, goggles. Little goggles, yeah. Hop on the bike. Yeah, he hands you the address on a little scrap of paper. And uh, as your hand takes it, he doesn't let go for a second. And he sort of makes eye contact and he goes, be careful. It's uh, kind of a rough neighborhood. Point taken. I'll be back in a minute. She goes off to the ladies' room. And, I don't know, maybe a minute, two minutes pass. And then, through the front door, Lupo in, just walks in. <laughs> <laughs> just like, not even like two minutes. Just like 30 <laughs> seconds pass. And Emmett's still sort of like watching the bathroom like, okay, um, does anyone else need to go? Because like. Uh, otherwise, you might be waiting. Do you even need the bathroom? <coughs> Where did you? What? The f- <laughs> okay, okay. And I've got the wings on my yes wings. Sticks. You have motion into your back. Sticks yeah. on my back. Um. Yeah. So you've now got to not Tom for just like little battens. Uh, yeah. Little yep. batty boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hand the gun back to him. Where Can did you, you get this? Always had it. He's he's holding it like he's never like some sort of like diseased virus it thing. Was, I, I had it tucked into the back of my trousers, Emmett. Christ! No, it's it's, it's not more, been shoved up my asshole. It's more that it's just like language. It's a gun. Like, why did you get this gun? Um, We're in America. He. Uh, God bless. He stashes it on his person. Does he put it up his ass? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep this safe. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, uh, you guys head off. Diddle, so diddle, diddle. Hop on the old motorbike, Rooney. Um, smash it through town. What do you think of the fact that a blonde walked into the bathroom and then someone else just walked in and joined in? It's like nothing. I'd happened. like to think that I turned to you and were like, "Hello," and like <laughs> stuck out my hand, like, "My, my name is the astrologer." Is... <laughs> that Otherwise suits me known fine. As okay, Steve. And I, yeah, and I'd, I'd shake your hand. And go, Lupo. Pleasure to meet you. I just don't. To me, it's like how people can see different dogs and they don't know which one the different one is. It's like I look at humans and you're all the same to me. Nice. Well, that's racist. If, if, it, if it helps, though, um, obviously Paige was just like a blonde lady, like her hair's like braided down her back and just like, I don't know, t shirt, jacket, jeans. And Actually, the woman who just walked through the door is in a full spy suit with a wolf shaped mask. Yeah. Like so, a Batman dis- cowl. Yeah, there's, there's a, a distinct difference. Huge difference. Yes. Like. <laughs> and uh, do you want to describe Hood for Brian as well, just so oh, yeah. he gets like a visual idea of what she looks like? Um, she saw a picture of her earlier. Oh, I did. Mostly on in... the bell. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I love that picture. I need to put that up on the Twitter. Actually. Yeah. As a red hood, and it's just a twelve-year-old blonde girl, or fourteen somewhere. Uh, 12 to fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> twelve and a half. Was that? Fifteen to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Emmett looks like Alan Wake. Which one's Alan Wake? No. From the game Alan Wake. No, he doesn't. He, he looks, looks like, like Chris Chubby Pratt. Chris Pratt. He, he is Chubby Chris okay, Pratt. Okay, cool. I like that. Parks and Rec Chris Pratt. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what Emmett looks like. We love our Emmett. Uh, he's actually got a little bit more of a beard going on because oh. he's just letting himself... Makes sense. Over the past sort of couple of months, he's just been like, yeah. It's a bit scraggly. I have time to shave. All I have time to do is just stare at this wall. <laughs> and apparently not even contact the people who's owned the building <laughs> yeah he was distracted. we should get going yes okay so uh you might back across the city the astrologer flies next to you no i'd fly above i fly above yeah i like um, to think that when you're flying you're not necessarily even like flying like head first like you're just upright <laughs> like on a segue yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sky segue segwings <laughs> um and Various, you probably don't notice because you're not really paying attention to people as such. Um, but you guys definitely notice. People are staring. Yeah. <laughs> Bystanders are like, holy shit, there's a dude made of night sky. Wait, is it daytime? Yeah, it's daytime. Oh, crap. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's fully the daytime. It's fully the daytime. It's not odd to see heroes in broad daylight. Yeah, yeah I know, but oh, I, would, yeah. I thought it'd be the middle of the night. No one would really see me as I go past, but broad daylight is just nope. a man floating, standing upright. Smile and weed. Do you have, as part of your shadowy being, a cape? No capes. I don't want a cape. I said this to Becca. You are cape? the closest to a cape. Yeah. It's a cowl, really. It's a cloak. 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 It's a cape. It's a what? It's a cape. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so yeah, um, you make it, the, the neighbourhood is, it's quite a seedy neighbourhood. Um, it's uh, kind of run down, um, slummy area. And uh, you come to a little clinic, sort of bare brick walls up and down the street with just sort of covered in graffiti. Um, think like a, New York style street where there's steps going up to the doors uh, or down to like lower mm-hmm. sort of like under buildings there's sort of basement parts yep um, and this clinic is uh, yeah up some steps there's a, a tiny little sort of fading rusty metal plaque um, that says the labyrinth um, and as you go inside, tring, there's a, a person sort of sitting at a desk with like a waiting room that's just completely empty. Um, and she looks up. She says, Can I help you? She's not phased. Not, literally not phased at all. <laughs> I'm guessing it's point. not Medusa. Customer service. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not Medusa. Okay. Um, uh, we're looking for Medusa. Okay. Uh, do you have an appointment? No appointment. But uh, our colleague has been trying to contact her today. Uh, it's urgent. Okay. Uh, I'll. I'll um, she's not been in for the last couple of days. Um, just annual leave. Uh, I'll see if I can find 
her home address um, and give her a call, but obviously I won't be able to give it to you directly. Okay. Um, you're, welcome to, you're welcome to take a seat. Mm, thank you. The seat, the, the sort of waiting area is relatively bare bones. There's a couple of magazines, a couple of comic books, a hood. You, you just chill out, pick up a, a Valkyrie comic, start flicking through it. I love this guy. <laughs> um, just points to Luther. I met her. <laughs> she was pretty cool. She was pretty cool. I was going to say, because you don't know. No, nope, don't know anything that happened. Anything really. about that. Been more focused on the uh, investigation. Luba kind of doesn't care, and Hood just forgets to tell her things. <laughs> Luba just assumes Hood's been like fucking about. You see uh, the person on reception sort of uh, pick up the phone and dial, and it seems to ring out. And then she puts the phone down and she sort of looks a bit confused, and then turns to her computer and starts typing away. Um, before she looks up and says, uh, "There's no answer from her." Home phone. Uh, I don't remember her saying that she was going away, but uh, I'm just going to see if I can uh, get anyone to catch her on a cell. Who just leans over to Luba and goes, I think she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not jump to conclusions. Is uh, she? Is the woman out of the room? No. Okay. No, she's on the reception desk. All oh, right. Okay, cool. Just sort of doing her own thing, just tippy-tapping. Playing the... solitaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lupo turns to Hood and whispers to her, um, get the address. She's like, what do you mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still in Gemini form, by the way? Uh, no, I'm going back to Leo. Okay, cool. Okay, so layout of the room, the door is sort of on the south wall. Um, and as you come in, the reception desk's in sort of the, the north west corner uh, and then the whole east side of the room is the seating area so she's sort of side on to you facing more towards the door um, but kind of at an angle so she can see the whole room somewhat but yeah she's looking at her computer she's not looking at you guys Yeah. Um, and then there's a door behind her which goes to you assume various practice rooms okay I think we should make a distraction I can sneak over okay. and take it so I want to summon Diddle's Prime. Um, <laughs> that's quite a distraction. <laughs> Not just Diddle's, Diddle's Prime. Okay, it's so like Tursley Approach. She's like, I've learned a few things mm-hmm. while you've been away. <laughs> okay. So Diddle's is, uh, trying to explain to Brian who Diddle's is. So Diddle's is a Hood's pet. So it's like a cat made out of shadows and it has little wings. And it's just a cute little... But he's like fuck ugly. Yeah, right? he's fuck ugly to everyone but Hood. He's gnarled. It's the like... it's the same way like a mother loves their son regardless of how hideous they it's are. It's a bit like a if a cat met an anglerfish. Yes. yes. Oh god. Yeah. That's the sort <laughs> of thing. Hood sees it as a cute little cat. Um, it's a little bit horrifying. Yeah. 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 But then uh, his new form or one of his forms, Diddle's Prime. Um. I, uh, this is the time I wish it wasn't a visual. Uh, well, it was a visual podcast because it's such a beautiful drawing. <laughs> I did as prime. So it's just like if you think of a bodybuilder, or like <coughs> what are the people who do it in like competitions where they just is that, yeah, yeah. it's bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. but like like all oiled up, pageant and slick and like yeah. tanned. That but with a cat face, <laughs> <laughs> like a really cute little cat face. <laughs> Yeah, just and a green the font. dots, the dots and the sideways three. <laughs> and all he's doing is the the poses. Yeah, just, just <laughs> so that's that's all. Ah, um, so he's summoning. <laughs> so, yeah, Diddle sort of like absorbs into himself, and the the shape of the shadow sort of twists and, and forms into this humanoid shape. <laughs> um, <laughs> does he just start flexing in the waiting room? Yeah, like he makes eye contact with the receptionist. And it starts flexing. <laughs> Lupo stares. Uh, you can't. Luckily, you can't see her. Well, you can see the bottom half of her face, but it's just pressed into a hard line. Like she's not quite sure what to make of this. She's just like, pick a color, green. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is she distracted? She's distracted. She is incredibly Bam. distracted. <laughs> I like how a man literally made up of like stars doesn't phase her. <laughs> no, like the astrologer is just like looks at it, 
<laughs> looks back at Lupo, sees that she's just like not phased by it, and just goes back to looking at it. And it's just like the quick <laughs> reflex of looking quickly. I'm no, I'm phased. I'm just being really good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I am phased. Just like winks at Lupo, and then stops over and tries to steal the address. Um. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, it's like a train wreck. You the, can't quite stop watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally one of those things. It's so grotesque, but at the same time, beautiful. <laughs> the receptionist is just sort of like really confused. It doesn't seem to be um, a- aggressive in any way. So she's not like she's not like scared. She's just so confused. Just different poses, like aerobics. <laughs> Doing like a Mr. Motivator yeah. dance routine. Think Shia LaBeouf, do it. <laughs> um, all right, roll stealth just, for me. Going she just grad- <laughs> is going to be just gradually sinking in her seat slowly. slowly, slowly I'm, so gra- I'm so glad I've got Leo on because I've got awareness Fuck. plus six with it. <laughs> so like, oh, my dice a bit too far. <laughs> okay, eight and 14. So that's 22. Mm. Okay, yeah, you um, <laughs> you sort of as soon as everyone's looking at Diddle's Prime, you just sort of like stop, drop, and roll. Like you hit the ground and just swap roll across the ground. Dun, 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 she makes dun. that noise. Yeah, and uh, and then you like hit, hit the the desk, um, and like you look up and just over just over the cusp of the desk, you see the the receptionist looking. Then you uh, pull out your iPhone really slowly lift it just over the cusp of the desk and take a bunch of photos of the uh, of the screen which has like her because the receptionist Can she pulled Bluetooth it them to my cowl. Yes, yeah. while well, she's still next to her. <laughs> the receptionist um, uh, pulled up her details on screen so okay. she can try and call the home phone. Um, so you just take loads of photos of it. Um, so it's got like yeah her address and phone number on it, um, and. Uh, also her real name, Susan Hope. Susan. It's Lazy Susan. Lazy Susan Hope. <laughs> um, Does Hood just like, on her way back, just get up and just slowly walk back? <laughs> uh, <laughs> she doesn't even uh, roll or try to be sneaky, she just literally just walks. I'm away. just wondering what other tabs she has open as well as just that. Like, does she have just some really naughty sites on there? <laughs> yeah, just like, she's just in on the photos to try and see... <laughs> She's actually just watching anime, like, feel weird. <laughs> just, yeah, it's just crusty roll. It's like... Crusty roll. Is that not what it's called? Crusty roll. That is the website. You always had it. A crusty roll is just a crusty roll. You're thinking of crunchy roll. Nope. <laughs> the crusty roll, the on-demand anime. Crunchy roll is... The sandwich. (laughs) 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 Go, Greg's, get a fat anime. Um, (laughs) Is Diddle still popping his flexing? He's he's turned around and he's tensing one butt cheek at a time. Like. Diddle's Prime is a gentle giant. Who yes. he is? He is yeah, a gentle yeah. giant. Too good for this world. I say Diddle's has a genuinely horrific face, but Diddle's Prime is just like literally it's a like cute it, little face. Because he's grown bigger, like the grotesque features have like absorbed into Softened. him. Softened. Yeah. yeah. And he just has like <laughs> every yeah, every pose he hits is like a <laughs> It's really quiet. <laughs> um <laughs> just the gentlest mew. Um, yeah, so you take take all of these pictures um, of of the details, uh, and then you sort of slide back down, pull up your Bluetooth features, sync to Lupo's cowl. What's the pass? What's the password? Uh, Eight zeros. <laughs> password. <laughs> password one. One two three four. One two, one, two three four. Um, and. Yeah, and then airdrop them. <laughs> I run on iOS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Boop. Um, Lupo stands Boop. up. You got mail. Still watching Diddle's Prime. She kind of looks at the receptionist and goes, mm, I think we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> the receptionist's like, uh, okay, do, 
Do you have a contact number if I manage to get through to? Uh, just call. Um, just call the police station and ask for Detective Michaels. Okay. Diddle's hands are his number. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a paw print. <laughs> Winks. <laughs> Um, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm not with her. <laughs> uh, it's like, what's wrong? He starts like stroking his head and he starts purring. I <laughs> think he's like a six foot seven monstrosity. So he's like leaning like yeah, a like, direct at a complete <laughs> angle. Like <laughs> doing that half lidded cat thing when they're really happy. So it's like going like that, like kneading in the air. <laughs> making biscuits. I'm picturing him doing that with like his feet. As he's posing with the up half of his body, like the lower his... half of his body, he's just, just yeah, kneading, kneading the carpet. Bye. <laughs> All right, yeah, you, you head out onto the street. Diddle's um, prime proofs back to normal. <laughs> shri- yeah, shrinks back down, wings sprawl back out. Hood. Yeah. Why was he wearing a green thong? <laughs> she looks at the approach and goes, look, I'm going to be on it. I don't know. <laughs> he likes green. But where does it go when he changes? It's just like stares and then just shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, out on the street with a lead. Look at you guys getting leads. I've done so much. You've done <laughs> so good at this. You're a natural. Oh, wow. You, Diddle's Prime is the MVP of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um, Image with me all week. Thanks <laughs> for listening. Welcome. There'll be more next time. Stop knocking the mics. That was me, sorry. <laughs> I'll kick you in. Uh, make sure you check out our Facebook and Twitter and um, email at that's how we roll podcast at gmail.com. Our Patreon is now up and running. Um, so if you are interested in supporting us, if you enjoy us as much as just a cup of coffee this month, uh, why not fire over a pound or two? It really helps us out. And it's not even as expensive as a coffee. Yeah, it's cheaper. That's it. Much um, cheaper. Find all the information for that at patreon.com slash that's how we roll. Mm-hmm. Is that, isn't it? I believe so. If it's not, oops. Oops. Someone else is getting some money. Just give it a goog. It's got the same logo as Yeah, give it a goog. Um, thank you very much for listening bye